Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. What's going on? The Grave Consequences Podcast. This is your boy Shane Swerve Strickland, but secretly, some people might refer to me as Killshot from Lucha Underground. I don't know if it's true or not, but I'm doing a nice little drop for you guys. Thank you guys for supporting the Swerve brand. And I hear that y'all doing a Lucha Underground review on the Social Suplex Network. Man, y'all might have just stumbled upon the best match in Lucha Underground history, in my opinion. You know, Killshot versus Dante Fox. We made history that night. And to this day, I don't think anybody has been able to top what we did in that match in any other promotion across the industry. That match still, still holds a great place in my heart. And, of course, Fox would definitely agree with me. So... Thank you guys for reviewing a wonderful, wonderful, amazing, one of the top five matches of my entire wrestling career. Hope you guys enjoy it. This is a drop. Shout out to Grave Consequences Podcast. Enjoy the show and be confident in everything you do. And thank you. Thank you for supporting whose house? Swerve's house. Hey there, folks, and welcome back to the Grave Consequences Podcast. Of course, my name is Caleb Baldwin. You can follow me on Twitter at I am Caleb B. That's I am Caleb and then another B. Follow my friend, co-host, and producer Greg at X Maserati. Follow the show at GC underscore cast. And as always, check me out every Wednesday night right after AEW Dynamite on Eddie and Caleb's HeroCast. And that is, you know, of course, a hero-based, uh, hero-movie-based podcast at this point. Um, let's see. When is this episode releasing, Greg? Two weeks. Two weeks from now? Yeah. Oh, boy. Uh, in that case, let's see here. What movie is going to come out that week? Looks like... Either X-Men First Class or The Green Lantern. One movie is much better than the other. <laughs> I was um, going to say, one, is, one of them is good. Yes, yes, absolutely. But either way, enough about all of that. Us also, guys, check out everything here on the Social Suplex Podcast Network. If you are an Apple user, please rate, review, and follow. Five stars is much appreciated. And Greg, this is maybe the most infamous episode of lucha underground yeah for and, and for like if this were political it'd be despised by both sides yes like this That's- is uh it's it's not a good episode before we get into it I'm, i might actually want to join that first class episode when you guys do it we already recorded the episode son of a bitch all right that's fine <laughs> i will uh i will tell you what we have coming up after we record this and uh, we can figure something out okay brother well, I can bury the next one because it's actually the next one that I want to. But I'd have to watch it again. We'll talk. We'll talk. <laughs> we also already recorded Green Lantern. <laughs> oh, that's fine. I was talking about the next X-Men movie because it's I hate it, even though other people like it. I oh, you like Days of Future Past? Mm-mm. Oh, OK. No. Well, 
Well, let me ask. What do you like better, Days of Future Past or Pentagon assaulting women? I can watch Days of Future Past again. It's just uh, my. It would be uh, critiques of someone that was an X Men kid growing up. Yes. And and I and I don't like um, Brian Singer. I think he's he's definitely he's way worse than um, Snyder. Like he, yeah. he Singer has no redeeming qualities as a director. <clears throat> and he's also a boy toucher. And he's a pedophile. That's true. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So. Season three, episode 13, I can't even remember the working title of the episode, but the title I want to name this, Pentagauntlet. What did I, did I give a, I gave a name for the second one. You um, did, you did, yeah. <laughs> I don't, I mean, we could say what I joked about earlier, but that might be too wordy and it may be too graphic, but. Yeah. Uh, it, it's, it's Vampiro's favorite episode probably, and that means it's no one else's favorite Man, I probably just misspelled gauntlet. We'll fix it in post. <laughs> I did. I'm freaking stupid. Be sure that looks right. It no, I uh the A needs to go before the U. I always get that. Guardian and Gauntlet. I always there get we backwards. Go. There we go. Either way, uh Pentagon's gonna beat up women here. But 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 before we get to that. We start off the show with uh, Pentagon Dark walking the bowels of the temple, and he runs into Vampiro, and they have a little face-off, and there's still some unfinished business there. Oh, boy. Yeah, it's, um, I mean, that's just the beginning of, of like, if you're dating, that would be a red flag, Vampiro being becoming part of the story. Yes. Because um, it's never a good indication that it's going to be anything but uh, some a wet dream fantasy for him. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I should have known the last woman I tried to court uh, was going to be a red flag when she kept talking about Krav Maga. But, you know, <laughs> couldn't help it. Couldn't help it. Uh, El Conjunto Nuevo Hola plays us in, and that is a mouthful. Mm. That's what she said. Absolutely. Hey, oh, Vampiro is staring a hole through the camera when Matt's doing the intro. And Matt's like, how you doing, Vampiro? And he has just nothing to add. And... This is this is cringe because this is clearly Vampiro trying to be dark and menacing and intimidating. And it's like, bro, you're a 40 some odd, maybe 50 some odd overweight juggalo. It's cringe for that, too. It's very valid. But it's also cringe because he's like one of those like you you're in high school and some kid comes in. And he's he's normally talkative and he's like usually goth uh, goth. And he's just being quiet, and you're like, "Hey, what's up?" And he's like, "I don't want to talk about it." And then, but then there's, they purposely make their silence and their space loud, yes, so they can get more attention, and then be yeah. like, "I don't want to talk about it." Something happened. I don't want to talk about it. And it's just <laughs> insufferable. Like Matt Stryker, I don't know if Matt Stryker knew that was going to happen, but he he does it a few times where he goes to Vamp, and Vampiro's not giving him anything back. And he never does give him anything back of value, even when he does start talking. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, this is like the Vampiro was definitely not yes handing episode. No, no, he was not. He wasn't even no. He was like just eh, whatever. Either way, uh, Pentagon comes out for his first match of four, and the crowd still loves him, of course. And they're doing the Cerro Miedo, and Matt Stryker basically tries to mansplain and be like, "Well, actually, the fans are doing that to mock him." 
I didn't get that either. Like, are they like? I didn't. I didn't understand where that was coming from either. Because no, they're not. Really, really weird. They're clearly not. Like, they clearly love Pentagon. Um, do you think maybe the writers for this story were expecting the fans to turn? Because I mean, they did kind of a lot to kind of make people turn. But Pentagon was over. He was their dark ace, and they kind yeah. of have been shitting on him. Like, yeah. I don't know. I mean, they've been working on, you know, that for basically a full season now. Basically, since <sighs> back broken by uh, Matanza. And it, and it, I don't know. This is, it, that wasn't good either, but uh, yeah. you, you thought they were going to get redemption. This is just, I don't know. Uh, this, they, they, it was a product of its time where a lot of bookers were still heavily influenced. And this isn't even a WWE problem. But yeah. they were just trying to do WWE stuff yes. that would have worked in the WWE, mm-hmm. but they did it poorly, and they didn't have the the loyal fan base for it. They didn't. I mean, this is still a new company. Yes, don't. Uh, we've we've railed on this before, but let Lucha Underground be a lesson. Don't try to do WWE because you were not WWE. Try to do your own thing. No, they were they were trying to do some old like uh, Vampiro like mankind boiler room stuff that does work for the underdog but pentagon is already underdog enough you didn't really need to keep you got to eventually have a payoff and a lot of bookers were forgetting this yes so if you guys don't remember pentagon tonight is in four matches against all three members of the black lotus triad and then the black lotus herself of course this will be the second match the black lotus has ever had in the company First match of the night is Pentagon versus Doku, aka Kyrie Sane. She got a lot more offense in than I remember her doing. Yeah, me too. Yeah, same. And I um, forgot she hit the elbow drop, dude. Twice. She did it twice. And her elbow drop is still great. Absolutely, yeah. Well, I guess it, it was always great. I guess I guess we're going back in time. I was but. gonna say, yeah, we we're going back nearly six years, yeah. I love the way she does it. Yeah, it's flawless, man. Um, was Pentagon laying in the chops here? Because I know he laid him in on uh, Io Shirai later. He got, yeah, he. I think he did. Uh, he gave her like at least two stiff ones, and you know uh, the girls. They're they're all from start. Besides Savannah uh, Black Lotus herself, yeah. I guess the tribe is. This is also another stupid thing. Is the tribe named after her? <laughs> is it her tribe? Yeah, that is weird. But. Uh, if these are all three girls are from uh, stardom. So, and I've, and I'm not the uh, most hardcore fan. I'm just a casual viewer. I'm, I'm actually, in fact, two months behind. I've actually just gotten to March cause I was behind. I've been talking to James on the side. I've gotten recommendations for matches. I can't miss. Uh, so I do know some of these girls. Uh, uh, well, actually I know all of them, uh, mm-hmm. but uh, it, it is cool seeing him in, in, in Lucha Underground and they are tough girls, especially Mayu. They're, they all are They're, They can take a beating, but it still was uncomfortable. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And speaking of, you mentioned Kyrie hitting that second elbow drop mm-hmm. and she did, but she got caught. Pentagon catches the elbow and he breaks her arm with glee. The referee calls the match. She does a stretcher job. And then we cut to a vignette of Jeremiah Crane and Katrina and basically, it's implied that Jeremiah Crane still has a thing for Katrina because they have some sort of history. It's actually probably one of the better segments on this show, and it's actually very important. Mm-hmm. 
It's a very absolutely. important story element. Yes, yes, absolutely. Because as you may may or may not remember, Katrina and Ivelisse are still going to have a match at, at Ultima Lucha Trace later on this season. Can't wait. I cannot wait. I look forward to it. I've never seen it before. Uh, did you skip it or did you stop watching Lucha? Uh, I didn't like completely stop watching Lucha Underground, but I had actually, because uh, this was before YouTube TV was really a thing. Mm. At that point, I didn't have El Rey Network, so I didn't really have access to it. Uh, okay. Yeah, I had, I had to buy it uh, a couple of seasons. I forget how I watched season one, uh, but season two and three I had uh, on Amazon Speak- Prime. Speaking of, yeah. Um, so Lucha Underground used to be on Tubi, which, of course, is free with ads. And then before our last recording, which, by the way, uh, I forgot to mention earlier, it is Wednesday, April 20th, uh, 420 Blaze It. Ha ha ha. Anyway. Before our last recording, episodes uh, 11 and 12, it was taken off Tubi, so I actually had to buy it on Apple TV. So, Yikes. Yeah, had to pay like $28 <clears throat> for basically three quarters of a season. Ouch. Well, yeah. yeah. If it were, um, yeah, just ouch. I'll just say that. But this is a passion project, so I'm not counting the cost. It definitely is. <laughs> yeah. Next up, Pinta versus Uray, a.k.a. Mayu Iwatani. What'd you think here, man? Uh, before we get into what I think about her, I don't know if you noticed this, but Pentagon kept saying a prayer in the corner of the turnbuckle. I did not notice that. Gr- good detail. And there's a green light that's shining on him Ooh. each time. Now, this, not to get anybody's hopes up, this doesn't go anywhere. Oh. But it's cool because he's saying a prayer. Now, who is he praying to? This is something that could have... I think Pentagon knew his character. He knows what works. I think he might be a, like uh, a genius as far as wrestling goes. I think he he's probably never going to get the recognition he deserves. Right? Because yeah. I, I, his character work, like... They're doing everything they can to like just not do him well. Yeah. He's still over for a reason. His mannerisms, the way he carries himself, his his move set, and they could have gone into this into a different direction because he's not praying the Vampiro. Does he have a new master? He, he doesn't. He doesn't have a new master. But it's it's a really cool. I I was watching and I was like, I don't remember this green light. What the hell? Because the green light in Lucha Underground is very uh, jarring because it's usually under like a red filter. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's it would that was a really cool thing I noticed. I, I just it's I'm like, damn, I wish they had kind of like added to this or explained this or made it a part of something later. Uh, because, you know, maybe he's just out of character, you know, praying each between each match. But, yeah, uh, you know, they could have done something because they, they love the horror core kind of stuff in Lucha Underground. They could have gone places with this, but they, they didn't. They didn't touch on it. It's kind of like how uh, when Kenny and the Bucks. And all of them were in, in New Japan, and they would use uh, being the elite, and they would do stuff in the ring they didn't necessarily have approval for that would create storylines later they could go back to. Yeah. Sometimes New Japan would jump on, and sometimes they wouldn't. They had to create a free way leeway to do that. Uh, yeah. Unfortunately, we never get Pentagon to really do much. I think on his own there, unfortunately. Uh, yeah, we will. Uh, we will continue to explore pentagon not only in this episode but in this entire series run as well uh but 
All that said, I wrote down one. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Sentence for the Pinta versus Uray match. And I don't want to be a dick, but I basically just wrote down more of the same. More of the same. Uh, it probably it, I got more out of it because I've I've become a stardom fan in like last year or two. I want to say uh, everything's a blur with COVID. Um, yeah. It really is. But uh, Mayu is a white meat baby face in stardom. I've never seen her seen her be anything else. Yes. She's kind of the um, to, she's kind of like the Dragon Azteca. Yeah. Of stardom, she's she she'll have big matches with big names, but she's never the main star. And in stardom, they have to each have their own faction. She's like the head of the white meat baby face <laughs> newbie faction. Uh, but this was her being a heel, and and this was another thing I took away from it is that she was great as a heel. I was like, wow, she is taking to this naturally. It it took me aback, and I was like, wow, this is kind of cool. She's really you know experimenting, and and she's really working it as as a as a bad guy, but um. Let me ask you this, though. Who is the heel? Who are we supposed I, to cheer for? Uh, that's an excellent question. I have no idea. Because, yes, Pentagon is facing a woman, but he's facing four. He's facing four. He broke their arms. Oh, I, I got to be careful. I want to kind of uh, format that this in, in, a, in a linear fashion. I don't want to jump back and forth. Yeah. But... The beginning of the episode, we see what how it started. Pentagon needlessly, and I want to emphasize this, needlessly for no reason ran into their into uh, Black Lotuses and Dragon Aztecas uh, Juniors match at that one lucha. Uh, what was it? Ultimate Lucha. Dose. Yeah, Ultimate lucha, lucha Dose. He ran into their match and interrupted it. Uh, I don't. It, it doesn't make any reason why, because. His match was next, or he was the main event. Like they, they kind of reasoned it like he was tired of waiting. He wanted to, he doesn't care about anybody else. He wanted to just have his match right away. But like, if you're looking behind the scenes, were they scared of giving a finish away for Dragon Azteca and, and Black Lotus? I mean, they could have <laughs> easily just had Black or uh, Black Lotus take the pin. It wouldn't have. Who cares? She's had. She's yeah. going to have two matches. That's it. Exactly. Uh, so Pentagon really brought this on himself. You know. He broke both their arms, so they're getting revenge on him. So are they the good guys? But you know, uh, he—it's kind of hard for me to cheer for him because one, you're right, he is beating up four women, uh, uh-huh. and this is my point. I've gone to on other matches where, like, they fight when when the guy isn't being a doofus and swinging and missing at the woman. This is what happens when he actually hits her. <laughs> yes, it's not easy to watch. It's not. 
And there's a reason they don't do entire, they hadn't done entire episodes of this up to this point. You could have, I think, it, uh, and this isn't a knock on Penta, this is a knock on whoever came up with this match and, yeah. and, and, and greenlit it. But like if, if Sexy Star and Johnny Mundo had an all night long match, like like uh, Johnny had with yeah. Puma, it probably would be easier yeah, to watch. Yeah. Yeah, you're you're right. This was just it was hard to watch who's the good guy, who's the bad guy, and it's kind of hard for me to root for a guy that he's kind of being a bad guy like he, it wasn't like Stone Cold walking in and you know beating up everyone and clearing the ring when it's just a bunch of jabronis. But even yeah. then I I didn't honestly I never really liked that either. It's like you're kind of being a dick. It, it's hard for me to root for him and I don't care, and I I like them cuz I I watch Stardom now, but back then I didn't know who these women were. Was I going to root for yeah. them against Pentagon? Fuck no. Yeah, exactly. I like it's like I've just met these people. Uh, Pentagon <clears throat> wins uh, after he breaks the arm of Uray and the referee calls for the bell. After this, we cut to Matanza in his cage and he's smashing up his wall. And Dario is trying to get him to do it to take a title match. And Matanza's like, "No, I don't. I don't want a title match. I want Mysterio." Is, is essentially what he said in less words. But he also had a. Um, if I'm not mistaken, didn't he have a question mark written in blood on his wall? Yeah, his knuckles were all bloody. They're implying that he's been punching the walls to leave a blood stain in the yeah. short form of a question mark. So he's a pretty articulate guy. He is, yes, absolutely. He's uh, he's something, all right. Next up, our third match of the night, Pentagon Dark versus Hito Kurei, a.k.a. Io Shirai. And my first sentence I wrote down, this was uncomfortable, and no wonder people quit watching after this. She gave it to him, though. It, it, yeah. Uh, she, she, because he's worn out by this point, and she, she yeah. really, she did a dive off the top, like a, um, an helico dive. Yeah. It was a really, it was a sick spot, yeah. It, there's cool spots in this, but it's, you know, like, there's no winner like, to this. This is when I noticed, he, like, he was laying those chops in, my man. Yeah, that's the thing, and, and that's my point, is, like, these girls are tough. I do not want to take away from them and imply that they couldn't take it, but it's yeah. Pentagon chops are they're rough, man. Like as a grown, have you ever been chopped before? Uh, no, and I don't want to. I was at a party. Uh, it's with the same people. I, I also got into like a small scuffle and put someone in the ankle lock. <laughs> oh my gosh! My friend put the other guy in a guillotine choke, and I put the other guy in a Kurt Angle, like a Kurt Angle ankle lock. They were so drunk. It wasn't. It wasn't a fight. It was just. Did you grapevine him? No, it was before. Uh, I didn't need to. <laughs> really, okay. they they were so drunk, and they were like, "I'm a short guy." They were short too, and they were just hammered, I guess. Uh, and they were like, yeah. "Oh, I want to wrestle." But uh, one time, another guy was like, "Hey, you want to get chopped?" I was like, "Sure." He Bubba Ray Dudley. He, this guy, this kid was my my. He wasn't bigger than me. He was about my size, no bigger. Yeah, didn't really hit the gym anymore than I did. He overhand Bubba Ray Dudley chopped me in my chest. All the air left my lungs. Yeah. And it, it just stung so bad. I laid on the floor for like a couple minutes. I was like, I was gasping for air. It sucks. So this was kind of hard to watch just because of living experience. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. By the way, Hito actually wins the match with a destroyer. And up next, I guess our main event of the evening, Black Lotus versus Pentagon. The Black Lotus comes out with Doku and Yurei, who are both holding their arms, by the way, of course. Mm -hmm. freshly broken 
crowd is chanting, break his arm. And she did. Yeah, she broke his arm. He, he's getting his commitments. Like, I'll, I'll give the story credit. He deserves this. This is how yes. it should have ended. Yeah. Because um, at the end of the day, Pentagon, unfortunately, is that, is that wrestler that fails because of himself. Yes. He's like an Eddie Kingston. Or like, Eddie Kingston's being pushed right now, but, like, he's like an earlier Eddie Kingston where he could be a top guy, but because he's an idiot and he makes bad choices, <laughs> mm-hmm. gets, it, it comes to back to bite him in his ass. Yes, absolutely. But that's not it. That's not it. Because after this, El Dragon Azteca Jr. shows up in the quartet of the Black Lotus Triad plus the Black Lotus. Let's call it the Black Lotus Quartet. That's stupid. Um, Barbershop Quartet. (laughs) (laughs) Now I'm just because, of course, Pentagon's music is the uh, butterfly thing so imagining a barbershop quartet singing butterfly by crazy town i will google that after this uh we need to make that happen anyway azteca shows up the quartet leave the ring and azteca breaks the other arm so two broken arms for a one pentagon dark now did you notice that some people and i distinctively remember this some a small subsection of the crowd were actually booing him when he did it yeah, they were because because he, he's the okay. Let me ask you this: <laughs> where the story just falls apart. It's wrestling; you can't take it seriously. But if you're going to tell a serious story about revenge and murder, <laughs> what's more? What would what would be more important to you: the person that killed your master or the guy that broke your arm? <laughs> he's in the ring with the person that murdered his master. I, I could have sworn that was a big deal a season ago. Yeah, I mean, they had a whole match of it. And who, how does this get Dragon Azteca over breaking the arm of a crippled man? I mean, no, not really. Does it get Pentagon over? Nobody got over from this. Does does Savannah even have another match? (laughs) I don't think she does. I think this is the last we see of Savannah. This whole faction, which could have been cool. This did not happen. This whole, like, we could have 86 the entire Black Lotus triad from even existing, which, yes, that would have deprived us of Mayu and Io and Kyrie, at least in this fashion. But <laughs> uh, they wouldn't have scared off a good portion of their audience. They wouldn't um, have more damage to the Pentagon character who. Still basically the dark ace of the company. He is. Like, in, in the, what do you this, repackage episode, him again? Yeah, I mean, what else can you do? What else can you do? Um, sorry, sorry. Uh, Prince Puma wakes up in a coffin, and he's being revived by Vampiro. And what does Vampiro say? Uh, I'm assuming something about darkness. He just says, come with me. Oh, okay. Yeah, this... I, I missed the whole bullet point where I, I said the worst part of this whole thing was Vampira talking about his tattoo because it's just it reminds me of darkness in the darkest time of my life. It's the dark that calls me because it's the peak blackness of darkness. It's like shut, shut up, bro. It's, it's just awful. It's awful dialogue. Yeah. There's one point where he's actually and this may have actually turned a lot of people off too. He starts getting off on the violence. Like his yeah. character actually is like, yeah, I'm into this. And Matt's like, stay on your complete side of the table. <laughs> and it's just like, yeah. 
there's a small subsection of juggalos. And I'm, I mean, this is a subsection of juggalos, not all that probably are into that. I mean, if you're a sadomasochist, that's, you know, that's your deal. But don't bring it into my wrestling. Exactly. Yeah, keep that out of my salad. I mean, you can you can be a Minoru Suzuki, but he's not like getting off on like hurting women, <laughs> you know, exactly. and talking about it. It's this was like a fevered wet dream for for a vampire. This was awful. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this episode did way more harm than any good. You could argue this episode, you know, not only this episode, of course, but also, of course, the contract situation was a major part. But this was a minor part in the downfall of this company. It it, it just this is a probably the best example of some of their worst decision making. Yes, because they've had some great decision making. We've praised them a lot of their good uh, choices with like Mill and Puma and Johnny Mundo. Yeah. But they also every it's 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 weird because I have trouble like rating certain things like movies and games because sometimes I'll play something and I'll like it, but they'll take or I'll watch something and they'll take four good steps, but then five steps back. Do I, do I does that mean I don't like it or does it mean, you know, that I liked it, but it's flaws. Lucha Underground has some times where they take multiple steps back and they just keep going in that direction. You're like, turn around, turn around. Yeah. Every now and then I fall apart. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to grade this episode before we get out of here and I'm going to let you start Greg I mean we've kind of railed on it already so we can just kind of give the grades out now I want to give it an F yeah but it would be a disservice to uh, Mayu, Kairi Sane and EO yeah. um, and the Pentagon because they, they they worked with what they had what they were given yeah uh, but I'm going to give it a D minus because it does fail to do anything worthwhile. It's it's a steps back doing cool things. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I'm also going to give this a D minus, but I'm going to give this the D minus that you get from your high school teacher who just wants to pass you to get them out of their hair. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to give you a nine and a half and i'm gonna round it up to a 60 you know that's a good point like we're giving them a d minus because they have they know the steps they just did it all wrong everything's there to do it right and you're just like look start over and you'll yeah. do better next time exactly exactly so folks that is i think inarguably the worst episode of lucha underground and we thank you for listening we really do we appreciate it um, but also we feel kind of like kind of obligated for listens because we're watching episodes like this, <laughs> quite frankly, but that being said, all, all jokes aside, once again, thank you for listening. I've done all the plugs already and just know that, uh, if you let vampire, if you let vampiro just run wild with creative control, you may suffer grave consequences.